Welcome to the Rocks and Roots podcast. I am one of your hosts who's kind of ticked off right now, tumbles, and to the left of me. I am cranky <laughs> and I am living up to my namesake at the moment. So, we're eating we, ice cream right now. Yes, and coming to you from the city of brotherly love, which is turning into be the city of I hate everybody. Yes, the city of yes sir we'll do whatever you tell us as long as it has a government safer at home.com logo on it. <laughs> anyway, we were here today cuz I have um it's going to be awesome if we could pull it off, but it's could also get a shot. <laughs> <laughs> so, my idea which has already been done by Ultra Runners. Um, I think the last one they did was 2017. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> Is to uh, string together the actual route, or what would have been the actual route, from Rocky to the running scene, which starts... In South Philly at Passayunk and... Like 28th route? Yes, and goes up... I have the list. ...along 95. 21st and Passayunk. Yep. And goes up through that neighborhood, and you... Are you opening yep. a window? Yep, that's the car. Um, <laughs> <laughs> most unprofessional podcast on the internet. You go, you hug 95, at least the first six miles. Mm-hmm. You hug 95... And then eventually you end up in the Italian market. Uh, eventually you end Of course up, you do. Yes. Uh, you end with the burning 55-gallon drum. You end up in <laughs> Independence Hall, and you can't jump the benches like he jumped. You can't go inside either. You can't go inside. And then obviously up to the art museum. So today, we promised Mrs. Cranky that we would not run it because <laughs> we didn't know what the area was like and she doesn't want me to die. You, I don't know. But she definitely doesn't want me to die. <laughs> so She doesn't want me to relay the information that Cranky has, has been killed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, and I don't want to either. So just don't tell her. Where's Cranky? I don't know. I have no idea. He ran ahead of me. I'm slow as shit. <laughs> so anyway, I love you, honey. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this anyway. Uh, so we drove it, and then we did an actual seven-mile run. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about that route? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, we did a seven-mile run starting at Independence Hall. We went south to the Eternal Flame, for those of us that know Philadelphia. Left on to Spruce. That's behind yes. Spruce. Left onto the east side of Independence Hall, right onto Chestnut, running towards the Delaware. Hugged the Delaware. Saw Olympia, which is the oldest steel hulled warship on Earth. Um, <clears throat> saw the Mashalu, which is actually now a nice restaurant. Came back up, ran towards Market. Yep. Ran fully into Center City, hit the art museum, came back. I felt great. Crank was struggling. It was a great day. Yes, and I was struggling because I was planning on six, and I kind of burned myself out hopping on ledges and hopping on benches. Hardcore and sp- parkour. Yes, yeah, sprinting at points. And I was like, oh, if we're doing seven. 
So I go steady. This one jumps up steps and benches and ledges and sometimes trips and sprints and... I ruined some lady's Rocky video. It was hilarious. <laughs> she was running up the stairs as, as best as she could, looking all dramatic, and I made sure to get myself in frame, leaping the stairs three at a time. I passed her, and then I came down. And that's where he met me, because I'm slow and steady. <laughs> yes, which is why I struggle to do seven miles. Um, but it's a, great, it's a great city to run, Philadelphia. It's actually one of my favorite cities to run. And one of my favorite cities, period. And if you're wondering why we're talking about running and urban environments in a hiking podcast, fuck you, find another podcast. No. <laughs> Legitimately. What's going on, everybody? I'm Kyle O'Grady. Follow Kyle O'Grady's podcast if you can't stand ours. Exactly. Uh, trail Tales. Mm. So, no, it is... That is a legitimate question, and we have a legitimate answer. Um, running in between hikes mm. is a fantastic way to train to continue to keep your legs strong... Um, to keep cardio up. And to have nachos and ice cream in between is just perfect to, for that training as well. Yes, to mm. undo everything. Right. Um, other sites that we saw... No, so that has seriously helped us. Mm -hmm. uh, we hear all the time how people spend the off-season... Not doing nothing. <clears throat> doing nothing, and then they really, really struggle. You see it on YouTube videos all the time. Like, I spend the off-season doing nothing, and... Then, you know, people start their through hike and they really, really struggle. We don't really have that issue. We have no, other no. issues, <laughs> such as we don't um, usually hike with weight. So then when we do a long section hike and we're we have dead. 35 pounds on our back, we're like, wow, that's really heavy. Um, <laughs> now, I think these fine listeners should know a little bit of our backstory with running. I've been running for 12 years now. Um... You've been running for about four, right? Consistently. Consistently. I did go through a stretch in 2007 or eight where I was running and I got up to where I could do like 10 miles All right. in a clip. And so, then I'd let it go. Well, it happens. Like we let it go last year. Yeah, so last year we focused solely on hiking. The year before, though, we were running fools and we ran the Philadelphia Marathon and we're hard pressed to believe that we were those people yes back in 2019 yeah it's coming back faster than other times in my life where i've let it go but to to even think about doing 26 miles now <clears throat> and that was the 2019 philadelphia marathon in the um, rain and in the snow that was the worst weather marathon i think philadelphia's had in years yes. it was hailing snowing raining every Type of weather you could imagine that day. Yep. It was like 30 degrees out. Oh, it was miserable. But we, we did, did it, it in five hours and change. Yep. And um, yeah, that is our recommendation. <clears throat> to run the Philadelphia Marathon. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> no, when you're not able to hike or just... Yeah, just cross train. Just cross train. Yeah, thank you, you very need, much. You don't need to run. Do weights, do Stairmaster, even though it sucks. Do crunches, I don't know. 
do yeah. something. Yes, it it very much helps with trail. Absolutely. Um, so other things that we saw today, <clears throat> the Irish Memorial or Monument, which we had never seen, which is fantastic by Penn's Landing. Yes, that's uh, commemorating the first famine. Yep. Um, you mentioned the ships. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and we... Yeah, that's really Independence Hall. That's really it. So, we... Wanamakers. Yes, Wanamakers. Um, and then, Has the uh, most amazing organ in their department store. Which, I'm running by, I was like, oh, we should stop there. But then I realized it's COVID, so... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, runner's high makes you temporarily forget COVID and then you think about it. So, just right. for that, start running. Yes. Um, and then <clears throat> we went for lunch... And that's where... That's when we started to get mad. Yes. So, Yards Brewery, highly recommend. Um, they do, their specialty is they take, uh, and if you've listened to us, you know that we are historians as well. So, they take recipes from the founding fathers, and they recreate them, and they brew them. So, you can have... Ben Franklin's like pine tree ale, which is kind of nasty. Um, <laughs> Thomas Jefferson's is good. George Washington's is good. So that's really cool. That's what introduced us to Yards. And a fun brewery tour too. Yeah, they have a really good brewery tour. They have a good restaurant. Uh, except during COVID. COVID. So our waiter. God, we were the only ones. <laughs> yep. It was early. That just opened. We walk in. There's no one else. I'm surprised they didn't take our temperature, actually. I'm actually really surprised. I'm glad they didn't do that contact bullshit where we had to give our phone numbers. Mm. Yeah, our waiter was... small favors. I guess. Our waiter had a mask on, and then he had a face shield on, and still stood six feet away from us to get our order. What the fuck? So... Crank, help me out. What the fuck? We are strong believers that you own your own bodies. You can do whatever you like. Choice and liberty. That's like our thing. If you don't like it, get off the fucking podcast. What bothers us is people following guidelines mindlessly that make no sense and acting like automatons. There's no way that you are going to get covid with a mask on and a face shield serving us food. The chances of you getting COVID from us just serving food without any of that, very slim. You get COVID from being at home in close quarters and not going out. Only 1.4% of cases arise from restaurants. It is ridiculous, but- I don't believe you. Fuck you. The city of Philadelphia (laughs) and the other cities in this country, except in wonderful places like Georgia and Texas and Florida, Florida, um, the free states put these. It's it's theater. It is theater to provide cover for politicians, because no matter what they do. Lots of people are going to die. It's an upper respiratory virus that we hadn't seen before, so people are going to die no matter what you do. But That's what people do! Yes. They die. Yup. Oh, um, we're so fun. Absolutely. 
they put these restrictions in place to say that you're doing something as theater and all as it does is harm, is take away your liberty and harm the businesses themselves and then people act like automatons. And if you want to wear a mask, you are more than welcome to wear a mask. How nice of you. <laughs> Just don't force me to wear one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Especially outside. I don't understand these yes. assholes outside wearing masks. It's Today is a glorious day. The sun is warm. You're outside. There's a wind blowing. You're not going to get COVID. So, <clears throat> it continued. Mm. Um, oh, and I will say, without going into detail, our server at Yards is in far more risk of getting COVID in general. Um, than... And let us say, he did not give us his health history either. Yes. So, anyway. That was really good. That was uh, a lot which of fucking I ice think... cream. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, that leads me to, I think, the other core issue that we're having. This country has traded the concept Sorry. of most unprofessional podcast on the internet. Pulling my nose. <laughs> this country has traded the ideas of personal health, keeping a generally healthy weight, eating generally well, and exercising, and getting vitamin D. We've traded all that for theater, for masks, vaccines, and social distancing. So we then went to. <clears throat> Shane, Conf- I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah Shane, Shane Confectionary. confectionary. Uh, Mrs. Cranky loves- deserves chocolate. Yes. Where we were not allowed in the store, but the attendant behind her glass, the glass door and the little tiny window with her mask on, attempted to communicate what they had. They didn't even have a menu, which yeah. makes it hard. Shane has a lot of stuff in it. I was like, just give me something with caramel. So she showed me what they had. I picked one. You she, touched it. That was I touched, touched it. it. So she then put that one aside and got a fresh one. Like the amount of paranoia is disturbing. So that was fun. Okay, yeah. number 3. Uh number 3. Two doors down, there is Franklin Fountain, which we got our awesome ice cream at. <clears throat> Once again, and like we said, it's more the word I'm looking for not acceptable but I can understand they have their little kiosk outside you order from outside mm-hmm. you pick it up on, on the side of the, the building inside it's, it's it really small it makes more sense yeah. for them to turn themselves into an ice cream stand so, it's not a place you go in and shop correct yes mm-hmm. there's no seating in there either on a normal day so we're waiting what seems like four hours for these idiots in front of us to order their little ice cream sundaes. They're treating the menu like it was the Rosetta Stone and they were deciphering <laughs> ancient hieroglyphs. Oh my god, what looks like they ordered like a whole thing too. Anywho, so we finally get up there, we order, no mask, no service, same bullshit everywhere. And then... We, we go, waited on yes. the side of the building for ice cream. You go down a quarter of a block where you pick your shit up. So. Well, yeah, this is all you, my friend. Yeah. I said, I'm going to try something. So uh, my ice cream was ready. 
and I go up to the little window without my mask and I say, I have asthma. It's company policy. I said, what? I am going to be in a bit close to your space for a grand total of two seconds to grab my ice cream. And she's behind... She wouldn't give it to me. Yeah. I mean, that's just testing something out, but man. So if you legit had upper Uh, respiratory issues, asthma, they would rather you cover your face and restrict your breathing um, than be comfortable and be able to breathe. That's awesome. And I'm going to avoid the obvious joke here. (laughs) Um, Because we're not that horrible of a podcast. I don't know. We were making comments before, man. (laughs) All right, fine. Hashtag I can't breathe. (laughs) So. (laughs) Anyway. Oh, no. Um, Anyway, I know that we sound like assholes. Well. However, to summarize. It's been a year. It's been a year. The the, uh, vaccine's out. The number, New York City, the the number one hotspot on the East Coast is down to 2.88% transmission rate. And they're more open than Philadelphia. Yes. You don't get COVID from restaurants. You don't get COVID from ice cream shops. You get COVID from being Being home. home, Which is ironic because Philadelphia's public safety message on this, their hashtag is safer at home, which is the exact opposite of what is true. You are safer outside in the sunshine than at home. 75% of cases have been transmitted at home. And this became the COVID podcast today. <clears throat> it did. We thought we were done. We thought we were done with this. We yes. bitched and moaned at the beginning of January about this. And for those that are faithful to our podcast. Thank but, you, Bearbox. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, but yeah, it's back. It's back. We're in a city. That's why. Yes. And all as it is, is theater that doesn't accomplish anything people buy into nonsense they don't think for themselves and that in and of itself is disturbing anyway let's, I think let's go we're back go- to trail shall we yes trail we <clears throat> actually have a um a new thing happening on our podcast we we are going to have a guest on our podcast on the next episode yes so we were contacted by an Instagram follower. Thank you so much. <clears throat> yes. Um, and uh, we actually, we have to clarify this. <laughs> so I think her trail name is just Bearbox. It's not Bearbox <laughs> is my trail name. Her Instagram account is Bearbox is my trail name. So if you're out there, thank you so much for following and listening. She requested to be on. So we are going to set that up for our next episode. Let's see how much we fuck it up. It'll be great. Most unprofessional podcast on the internet. Other things real quick. I took my other hiking partner up Panther yesterday. You heard all about Panther in a previous episode, so go listen to that. But Next weekend, we will be finishing the winter peaks of the cats, God willing. And then we'll be done. And then we're taking a long break. From the Catskills. From the Catskills and going back down to Virginia. Yes, and I think... Oh, you have something coming up oh. on the podcast. I thought we were going to talk about that today. 
it'll be a longer episode, but if you're up for it. Yeah, sure. Um, I don't think I mentioned this last time. Mm-mm. No. Okay. <clears throat> so No, you did. I'm sorry. You did mention the book. Oh, I did. Okay. <laughs> so I finished Heather Anderson's book, Mud, Rocks, and Blazes. Uh, I finished it in three days, which is kind of a record for me. It is wonderful. She wrote about her fastest known time attempt of the Appalachian Trail, which took place, I believe, in 2015. And she did it in 54 days, which is crazy. But the way she writes is so lovely and so flowing that you will just get wrapped up in her story. I read... When was it? Tuesday morning, I read. So I read a good chunk of the book at that point, and I said, I, I, I want to hike 40 miles in a day because she's making me believe that I can. <laughs> we might be able to do 20 or close to it. Yeah. It's been a long time since we've done a, a long day. Yes. Our longest is 30. Yeah. That was a couple years ago. That'll be a flashback episode. Yes. <laughs> Any hoo-ha. Alright. Yes, go get Heather Anderson's book, Mud Rocks Blazes, if you want to be inspired like I was. It's flying off the shelves, actually. She's doing really good with selling the book. What's her other book that you purchased? Oh, yeah. After I finished that book, I wanted more, so I picked up her first book, which is Thirst, about her FKT attempt of the Pacific Crest Trail. So, That'll be probably the next podcast episode. So I think that's something that we're going to do. We're going to do book reviews. I'm going to pick up Earl Schaefer's. um, So we'll let you know how that is. And then I forget his real name at the moment. But we'll read about Alexander Supertramp. That's not going to be a fun (laughs) episode. He's an asshole. Yep. Um, So yeah, that's all I have for today. Yeah, I guess so. All right, All friends. Right. Love us, like us on the in the Instagrams, rocks underscore and underscore roots. Shut the fuck up. Roots um, pod underscore pod on Instagram. Uh, cranky is cranky underscore mixed stumbles. Don't follow me, and we'll see you on the next one. Ciao.